condition of adhering together. What is up? Welcome back to Side Piece Season. I am your host, Dinero, and today we're going to be talking about consistency. Consistency is key to any endeavor, business, private, whatever, but specifically since it's Side Piece Season, we're talking about relationships, and consistency is a big thing. You usually see it based on somebody's actions, and if their actions aren't there, you'll notice it, but will you act on it? So that said, let's get into episode 47, consistency. All right, so consistency is one of those things that, I don't know, people don't really give it its due in relationships. And it's something that if you're inconsistent, it's noted. Now, you may never get called out on it. You may never see any actions that spur from your lack of consistency. But it's always noted. It's always noted. And at some point, um, that's going to be part of the, the evidence that's held against you, so to speak. So let's just start off with the definitions, right? Let's go straight to Webster's. Consistency. 1A, agreement or harmony of parts or features to one another or a whole. Specifically, the ability to be asserted together without contradiction. Without contradiction. That's a good one. Uh, 1B, harmony of conduct or practice. Again, very pertinent. 2, degree of firmness, density, viscosity, or resistance to movement or separation of constituent particles. So this is like, you know, I would think about like yogurt or something, right? But this is actually a very, very good idea, concept to have with your relationship. We're going to be together. We're going to be resistant to external forces. 3A, firmness of constitution or character, persistency. And then B is the archaic version, which means that um, it's crazy because if it's archaic, that means it's out of use. Nobody, nobody thinks about it that way anymore. Nobody uses it that way anymore. But it used to be meant that way. I love the archaic definition, and it's the condition of adhering together. Now, in a relationship, if you bothered to get into a relationship, and your intent was to have a serious relationship, you would want that condition of adhering together. Now, since we brought up persistency, let's just go with the definition of persistent for a sec. It's interesting. Um, persistency, definition one of persistence. Existing for a long or longer than usual time or continuously. I think people want their relationship to do that. Um, 1A, retain beyond the usual period. B, continuing without change in function or struggle or structure, excuse me. Definitely, there's going to be changes. Does that mean the dissolution? Does that mean it can't last? No, it just means that there will be changes because that's the nature of, of our lives, our, of our existence. It's always changed. It's continuous. And then last but not least, C, is to degrade only slowly by the environment. Um, definition two, continuing or inclined to continue on a course. And to be continuing to exist despite interference or treatment. Now, to be for persistent is, is more of, they're talking about something like a cold, right? It, it's going on. You've given them the medicine and it's not, 
It's not breaking down. It's not, it's not coming to an end as fast as you would like. That's exactly, though, what you want in your relationships. You're going to want it to continue to exist despite interference. And you're definitely going to want that condition of adhering together, again, despite the in- interference, despite the fact that things are changing within you and without. Um, consistency, is a, consistency is a big thing. Persistence is a big thing in relationships. And nobody's really giving them their due. So today we are doing that. So to do all of the things that I've listed from the definition so far, you're going to have to do some things. There's mandatory requirements, right? To be consistent, to be persistent, you've got to have honesty, clarity, actions, and then underneath actions, of course, it's going to be discipline to keep the actions going. Then you got to reevaluate it and then repeat, keep doing the, the work that's required. So the honesty part of it, you've got to know what you really want. What are you after? And it can't be nebulous. It, it really has to be as exact as possible. It doesn't mean that you can't stray from what you're doing because without a doubt, the reason it evaluating or reevaluating what you're doing is on the list is because as things progress, you'll kind of change. You'll make tweaks because what you thought at the beginning is not going to be the perfect answer. It's not going to make it so that you have totally hit it out of the park on the first go. No, trial and error is still going to happen. But at least you know where you're headed. You're going in the right direction. The clarity comes, again, from the reevaluation. You know what's required for the goals. As you do it, you'll find out more and more things that you didn't even have a clue about. And then you'll get clearer and clearer and you'll make sure that the actions, the next step that you take are congruent with what you want and you have a good plan of getting there. Now, knowing what to do and doing that are two different things, right? There's definitely... You can know it and just not take the action. So that's where discipline kicks in. Like knowing what you need to do is great. Doing what you need to do is the only thing that matters. So you're going to have to have that discipline. Why do you need discipline? Well, there are going to be times when despite your intentions, you're not going to want to do whatever that thing is. And it doesn't have to be anything hard. You're just going to be lazy. Our brains are all about conserving energy and not doing more than we have to. To to fight against that, you have to have that intentionality and you have to have discipline. So those days when you want to mail it in, you don't. You go and do the thing that you're supposed to do because it's congruent with the plan. You know what the plan is. And so you execute. Discipline is like, you know, the gasoline in here. You can have that car with that engine and everything look beautiful. But if you don't have the discipline, you're not going anywhere. And again, as you move forward, um, you get more reps in, got more miles underneath you. You're going to always have to evaluate all of the above. Make sure you're still going in the right direction. Make sure you're still getting the right things. Make sure that if there are changes, if there are things that you didn't realize that you needed, that now you know that you need, well, now you've got to change. You've got to do the tweaks that are required to make sure that you're going in the direction that you want to attain those goals that you set. 
And then you just reevaluate it as you go. Uh, again, this is the same kind of thing that people do in businesses, right? They get a plan, they figure out what they need to do, they start doing it. As they move through it, the more that they do it, things reveal themselves that they could never have figured out on their own. And they know, oh, I was doing ABC, but actually I'm going to have to do ABD. Um, and you just make your tweaks as you go across it. Discipline is a major, major component to consistency. If you don't have that intentionality and that discipline, um, when things become like a job, let's just say, uh, it's not necessarily fun, it's not necessarily easy, but you know that you need to do it. If you don't have that, that discipline, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You need that intentionality. You need to be clear. You need to be honest with yourself. These personal goals of yours are not going to happen without your dedicated effort. You're going to have to put in the work. There's no, there's no way around it. They're not going to just materialize just the way you want it. You can want all that you would like, but without actions, uh, again, intentional actions, well-thought-out actions, um, and actions that are congruent with what you say, right? Let's let's talk about that. Plenty of times, people say things, and this is this goes out to everybody that's ever ever been played, but there were signs, but they still were played. The reason that worked is because you wanted to believe what you were told more than what you were showed. Okay, so people can tell you anything but their actions actually reveal their true intention, their true character, their true plan for you. So if you're side piece material, and in my instance, let's say, I'm always available when the call came. And I, I've shown that I'm always available when the call comes. And when I show up, or she shows up, I have my A game. I'm gonna feed you. I'm gonna like engage you in conversation. We're going to talk. We're going to have a good time. I might massage you if you're like, whatever. I'm here for you. My actions say, hey, when you come over here or I show up over there, I'm going to take care of you. Whatever you need, however you need me to take care of you, I'm here for that. Now, I never had to say that. I never said that, but it's understood. My actions said that for me. The flip side of that, if the person that you're with tells you all of these things about how they love you and all the, all of the things that they feel for you and how you make them so much better and so much happier, but they don't ever do anything for you. They never meet you where you need to be met. They don't care about what your concerns are. So let's say you're really, I don't know, into your car being clean and they know that and they have like more time off than you but your car's never clean. But they know. You've said it a a bunch of times. They know. You've even asked, and they never do it. They don't wash the dishes. They don't remember your birthday. Whatever it is, those actions largely signify a certain mindset, and the mindset is that, hey, you're secondary. What's important here is me, and that's the way it is. Now, that works for some people. I'm not knocking it. But what I'm talking about are the people that it does not work for, and yet they stay. Why do they stay? 
Well, they stay because they like to believe what they hear. They have it. They have an idea of what they want and that's better to them. It works out for them. It, it makes their ego feel a certain way. They are very much into the fantasy of that person. And so they just disregard the actions that are displayed because they're getting something really good in small doses, but they're getting something really good from that person, from that, the idea, the fantasy of that person. And they'd rather disregard their inconsistency, their actions that do not match up with their words because their words sound really good. Now, there's a lot of things that go into this. There's codependence. Sometimes you have kids with that person and you want it to work out uh, and you think it would be better for the children. Um, Sometimes it's about the impression that it gives to everybody else, right? You're doing all of these things because you just want that that fantasy version of them to be real. But again, it's inconsistent. There's a big breakdown, a disconnect between what they say and how they act. Now, I'm not saying that the occasional person being too tired or not interested or just having an off day is not going to happen. Of course it is. We're people at the end of the day. That's why I said, that's where the discipline and the actions come into place because you got to be able to do it even when you don't want to do it. You've got to show up in that relationship um, even when at times you do not want to show up. So um, a lot of you lovers out there don't think that it should be about work, that, that there's not supposed to be um, any actions required, no discipline. Like it's just, we're in love and that's all that matters. Um, that's a fantasy, right? Like it's two humans. It's a relationship. It requires work. It definitely requires work and consistency in that work, consistency in showing up for that person, um, the way that you need to show up and the way that they need you to show up, it matters and it's work. And in the long run, um, for whatever reason, you might disregard their actions and how they're incongruent and inconsistent. But at some level, subconsciously at least, you're quite aware of it. You cannot not notice the person's actions. You might ignore them, but they register somewhere Somewhere in your psyche, you know they're not meeting your needs. Not not big ones, but they're meeting others. Usually what happens is they're meeting others. Like I had a friend, uh, she was digmatized by this dude. Stud, physically fit, great paying job. So many good things, right? Like pretty much all the things that she liked. He could fix shit. Amazing in his abilities, but a piece of shit as a human being, very controlling, very dominating, very manipulative. And everybody saw through his actions what kind of person that he was. Now, when he would, in his words, it's a whole different thing. He's, he's great, he's charming, he's friendly, he's 
all of these things. He's Mr. Fantastic. But when you look at his actions and what he's actually doing, no, he's a piece of shit. And he was totally, totally manipulating her, controlling her. And uh, yeah, she was, she was digmatized as we call it. It's the, it's the female equivalent of pussy whip, I guess. Um, but it was not something that couldn't be seen because of the inconsistency between his actions and his words. But you have to want to see it. You have to be looking for it to see it. Otherwise, you will just sweep it under the rug and disregard it because the, the goods, that, the, the benefits, the good things that you get, that dopamine hit when everything is so fire is addictive. And it's easy to push that to the side. Looking at people's actions, um, it, it just it reveals a lot. If they are doing things habitually to you, against you, but always giving you an answer as to why, um, an excuse as to what caused it to happen. First of all, the only reason you're even receptive to that is because of the pattern that you two have had of being together, because you clearly know, again, on some level, all of the negatives have registered. All of the inconsistencies and actions registered you are aware of them you might have even acted on them once in a while but then you get the words and the words match what you want even though they're inconsistent with the actions they match with what you want so you just push it all under the rug and keep marching now forgiveness is definitely a thing that you need at all times, right? You can't hold grudges forever. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to deal with pretty much anybody because at some point or another, almost everybody is going to let you down. But this isn't an instance where somebody has wronged you, asked for forgiveness, been legitimately sorry, and then made every effort to never hurt you again. Mm -mm, no, because that would be them acting consistent with the way, what they've said, their words, their, their deeds and their words will fall in line. That's not what happens a lot of times in these relationships that go on and on and on and on longer than they should when they're bad. The person is doing one thing and saying something else and they know exactly what to say. The longer that they're with you, they know exactly what to say to you. But they can't change their actions. So, it's sad, but true. It's, it's, it's fucked up, really. But their actions, look at their actions. Their actions will show you what you're up against, what you're dealing with. And as much as you might not like to accept it, their actions are the thing that's going to be much, much harder to change. They can say anything, right? I can tell you that I'm the Prince of Zamunda right now, but that doesn't mean it's true. Um, but, you know, I can say it. So people get into these situations um, where th there's definitely a lack of consistency in the actions of the person that they're with. Or maybe there's a lack of consistency in their own actions. It's a job. Um, and I don't say that like as a negative thing. It's, it's, I say that as a caution that you have to work. There is going to be a requirement for you 
to meet your words, you know, back up your words with actions. And if you're not, that registers and that says a lot. When I was younger, I would definitely um, sidestep that, right? I wouldn't really lock into the inconsistency of actions and words because I just wanted to be with somebody. And when it's all said and done, that is not going to work. That can't hold up because at some point you will come face to face with this wall of evidence against them based on the actions that they display to you. So consistency requires a lot, right? Honesty, clarity, actions, discipline to back up the actions. And then you've got to evaluate, you know, if things are going the way that you want and that just repeats. Um, a long time ago, I think I talked about the, the smart business goals, right? Um, so go back and listen to that episode. Uh, that one kind of falls right in line with this. There's work to relationships. And plenty of people will uh, lie and deceive you. They're out there. Um, you may have actually lied and deceived somebody at some point. I know I have. Um, all in this this dance of trying to figure myself out or just trying to get what I wanted. There's a lot of things that come into play here. But at the end of the day, look for consistency. People will show you who they are. It's it's that simple. It's if you've been tricked, if you've been duped, if somebody like pulled the wool over your eyes because they acted a certain way in front of you and then we're having, you know, separate uh, contrasting actions when they were away from you, well, you, you know, you can't really blame yourself for that. You're not responsible for that. I'm talking about when you know that they're telling you one thing and doing something completely different. Look at the consistency and take actions based on that. Now, I've said it before, I'll say it again, boundaries are also very important. If you're noticing these inconsistencies, set boundaries, hard, firm boundaries on yourself and on them. Let that be your traffic cop. If they keep breaking the boundary, well, I shouldn't even say keep, if they break the boundary after you've set it, after you've been very clear about it, after you've been very honest, then you know what has to be done. There has to be a, a sanction of some sort. Um, and if they continue and they're very consistent with actions that transgress your boundaries, you have no other option. Get rid of them. It doesn't matter what they're bringing to the table. It doesn't matter how, how hot they are. It doesn't matter how good the sex is, how much money they have, how smart they are. Whatever good characteristics, they can be hilarious, whatever. It doesn't matter. If they're consistently breaking your boundaries, consistently doing things that you don't want them to do, going against the things that they say, and then smoothing it over. Again, you don't enforce your boundary. You let them smooth you over and things go back and then they do it again. They're playing you and it's consistent. So they've developed a habit somewhere, maybe with you, of playing people and getting what they want and not really caring what the other person does, what kind of damage they're causing. They're focused on totally other things. If that's who they are and it's shown consistently through their actions, remove yourself from the situation. You got to go because they're not going to change. It's not how it works. So with that said, um, 
Let's talk about love it or lose it. So is it possible? Here's the question. Can you love someone enough to make them love you the right way? And the answer is hell no. It does not work that way. Um, If they don't respect you enough and don't treat you the way that they know they should, because they know you, we've been together, again, assuming that you've done your job of being very honest, very clear, and putting forth those actions. They know what's going on. Whether it's a side piece relationship, whether it's your main piece, whatever, you got to come the same way, right? Honest, clear, take that action. If they are not being consistent with what they're saying to you based on what they're doing to you or compared with what they're doing to you, you just got to realize that, all right, this person has shown me what they are. They're consistently not showing up for me. There's no reason to think that they ever will. And so, therefore, I'm going to give them the ax and I'm out. And with that said, I also am out. I hope you guys had a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, Keep sending me the messages. You can get to me on Instagram, sidepiece underscore season. Um, Shoot me a DM. Let me know any questions, any concerns, any topics. I am working on getting a phone number so we can have a hotline. Maybe we can get some people on here and talk live on the show from time to time. Um, That is it. Have a great day. Have a great week. A fantastic weekend. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And I will see you back here and we'll do it all again. Peace. Peace.